Glenn Birnbaum, and Glenn Birnbaum is a certified accountant with uh, Heinel Van Hort, and he is uh, quite the uh, knowledgeable fella when it comes to the everything taxes. So, Glenn, welcome to the show, man. Hey, KZ. How's it going? Oh, man. Just, I can't wait. Tax season is just around the corner, and I'm super jacked. It's my favorite yeah. year. So, you say it's just around the corner, but we just finished tax season, you know, October 15th, Tuesday. You know, we finally... Put, put the tax season in the books. So. Well, the other one, the new one. Yeah, new, I know. Yeah. Good times. All right, so we started out here before before we started recording, and you were talking about a few things here, and you talked about overpayment, and yeah. God bless you if you overpaid the IRS. But, right. Uh, you were talking about if you were overpaid, that there are some options that you have at the end of the year when it comes to your final quarterly payment? Yeah. So, you know, we've talked in the past about, you know, on April 15th, make sure you file an extension, right? Even if you, you know, don't have much of the information, you know, you file an extension, which is very limited information. And then, you know, you're supposed to pay what you think you owe. You know, those are, you, you, there's no relief on that. You got to file an extension and pay what you think you'll owe April 15th. Otherwise you start getting hit with some more ex- expensive penalties. So, what happens, and this is pretty rare, I can only think of this maybe one time in my career that, you know, it's coming up on October 15th and you're waiting on something, you know, you don't have all the information. I mean, who knows what happened? You know, do, do you have to file by October 15th? I mean, the quick answer is, yeah, you should. But if you know you're overpaid, right, which is probably pretty rare because if you know you're overpaid, you probably would try to, you know, Get, get the information and file quicker. But, but if for some reason you know you're overpaid and you've, and you've filed an extension, there's actually no penalty to filing late, quote unquote, because you've already given them notice of the extension. And if you're overpaid, there won't be like penalties or interest. So you could, in theory, file November 15th and not have a problem. Okay. So pretty rare, but, but it's just something, you know, if the pressure and, you know, everything is, well, I've got to get this filed, you know. If, if you know you're overpaid, then there's really not an issue. Now, eventually, though, in three years, if you don't file in three years, you know, so we're talking uh, right now, it's in October of 19. So October of 2022, if you don't file and you have an overpayment on, you know, on balance with the IRS, you would forfeit that overpayment. So at some point, but it's kind of weird to think about, but you could really file quite a bit late. And again, as long as you're overpaid, you'd be a so you can, if you're overpaid, you can drag your feet. That's what you're saying, Glenn. Yeah, but again, why? You know, why would you do that? But if, <laughs> if there's some information you're waiting on, right? Maybe some, you know, question. It is possible. So maybe it just takes a little bit of the pressure off. If for some reason, you know, you're you're in a bind. But anyway, we're past that now. We've filed all of our returns that we know of. Um, but I know some, you know, sometimes it's it gets down to the wire pretty good. So. Well, that's a good segue. So if you're wait, if you don't know, you need some more information, you're waiting on something, uh, this 199A stuff is, is kind of starting yeah. to get a little less foggy than it's been in the past. And, you know, you take a look at 
they have some clarity on what a business or a trade is now, right? Not necessarily rock right. stuff by any means, but it's a little yep. bit more clear than it's been in the past. We'll talk about what's happened with 199A and, and the uh, yeah. on business or trade. So, I mean, this just came out this morning. Um, they now have the instructions for the S for an S corporation um, are, are out and they're drafts still, but, but it now has a lot more details of the type of statements and schedules that need to be attached to kind of support this qualified business income number. So it's, you know, it's your business income, it's your net profit from your business. And there's certain types of businesses that qualify and certain types, you know, that don't. But what they're doing instead of last year, you would basically report kind of one number. Hey, this is the net qualified business income that was like, you know, included, I think, in box 17. But maybe you, you if, if, you know, if, if I'm getting this K-1 because, you know, I didn't prepare the entity return, you know, the S-Corp return, I don't really know how that net QBI number was, was determined. So what they've done now is taken, there's really going to be no codes or like numbers just for 199A on the face of the K-1, there's going to be these statements and they just came out with these three templates of how to like provide the details. And it's very specific, like, okay, how much of your QBI is in box one, you know, ordinary business income, how much of your QBI is in, is in the rental income line, other income line. So it's going to be a lot more transparent how, you know, tax repairs computed QBI. So that's certainly one takeaway. I think it'll be good because, Again, you will, there'll just be less calls between, you know, there's a lot of phone calls, emails like, hey, how did you come up with this number? You know, maybe it's a software glitch. So, so that's, I think that's good that there's going to be more transparency in how to, how to determine this QBI number. And, and if you remember, you know, this QBI number, you take it times 20%, and that's this kind of free deduction that you get. So it's an important, important thing. Yeah. Uh, so the other thing is they've they've really specified, and, and we, I think we talked about this a little bit, you know, if you've got multiple businesses, you might be able to kind of combine them together or more technically correct, aggregate them together. If you have issues with wages or property, right, or, or it gets very really complicated. But the bottom line is you can combine things together and show them as one, one business. Well, they developed, again, a template for how to, how to disclose that. And then what I just noticed here this morning is, Hey, if they, they're asking you specifically, did you change anything from last year? You know, did you add any new entities in? Did you take out an entity? And again, so this is all about like them kind of watching over, right? Taxpayers and making sure that, you know, cause you really shouldn't change your aggregation unless you have a good reason to do it. Um, and so you've got to then, you know, check kind of a yes or no box and then just provide a description. So it's, there's going to be a lot, lot more of an audit trail uh, for 2019, which is, you know, the second year, you know, the first year was 2018. It was kind of rushed, right? There wasn't quite as much guidance or procedure. Now we're going to have more procedure when we file the 2019 returns. All right. So now here we are, uh, middle of October. Like you said, the, uh, the yeah. tax year is, is uh, quote unquote done. All right. And then we, we roll right back into the next one. This is a kind of a, a, a busy buying year or buying quarter for a lot of farmers and, and businesses out there right now. Um, trying to get ahead of what they think they may have to uh, pay for uh, taxes and maybe trying to find that piece of equipment that they need anyway to offset some tax stuff out there. So as folks moving into this, this last quarter of the year and, and uh, looking at some purchases they might make, what are some key things they need to remember when doing that? 
Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, I think the most important thing is, you know, if you can, you know, try to know, try to have your books be up to date, right? Because if you don't know where you're at right now or, you know, at the end of the end of last month, then it's kind of hard to track it. So you got to have your books up to date. Um, but as far as specifically on equipment, I mean, you can pretty much, you know, we've got 100% bonus appreciation now, you know, where we can write off everything, including used equipment. So the, there's really no, no uh, governors on this. I mean, if you buy equipment, you can write it off. Um, and so it, it does give you, you know, some ability to offset some income. You know, we always talk about the old, not just looking about the current year's income, right? Looking at your long-term, you know, how much grain are you carrying over? How much other income are you carrying over? But, but yeah, there, it's a lot easier to, you're not going to run up against limitations on equipment. Um, so it, it, it's just another tool in your toolbox that they've made it very nice, particularly for used equipment. So Okay, man. Well, Glenn, anything else you want to throw out there before we shut this thing down? You know, the only other thing um, is they did come out with, you know, I think it's over 100 pages of instructions, draft instructions for the Form 1040. And they also the Form 1040 SR. Oh, exciting. AC, do you remember the Form 1040 SR? I don't remember that one, Glenn. It's the tax return for seniors. Remember, it's like a little... I do remember what was your quote on this, Casey? What was your quote we had on the podcast? I don't remember. The jitterbug of tax returns. Ah, there we go. I do remember that one now. I remember that? So it's, you know, it's it's a little bit bigger. I thought you should get that trademarked uh, quickly. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's a little... conference, feel free to use it, Glenn. You can... Yeah, I'll have to... But it's, you know, a little bigger font. It's 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 really designed for the senior. Um, that's, that's new, so... Yep. So that goes in effect this year, then? So that'll be for 2019. 2019, right on. Yep. So it's some 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 excitement to read. I, I'm I'm looking forward to reading that hundred pages. Yeah, right. Uh, form there, I'm excited about that. That'll be good. Yeah, some good reading. Yep, some evening to read. But yeah, so well, Glenn, I appreciate you being on the podcast. Any last things toss out there before we shut it down? Nope, I think that's good enough for now. So all right, buddy. Well, Glenn Birnbaum is with Heinel Banhort, and if people want to reach out to you, Glenn, how would they do that? Yeah, it's best to call our office number. It's 309-694-4251. Or look me up on Twitter, at Glenn Birnbaum is the handle. Right on, man. And I'm Casey Seymour with Moving Iron Podcast. You can find me on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify now, and also on the Global Ag Network. And you can also hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Moving Iron LLC. So, Glenn, until next time, have a good one, and we'll see you down the road, bud. Thanks, Casey. In the 21st century Hard-working people Working hard for you and me Moving higher Time and time again Through the years you'll find us here